Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. I'm very excited. It's a uh, fantastic start to the uh, this awesome week. Man, we got some really cool shows lined up uh, this week. We're doing, uh, I think, four or five shows this week. It's crazy. Um, but I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. Uh, today, getting the everything started off, we've got a fantastic after um, from just a really cool film. New film just came out a few days ago, and I am a big fan of this film. I, I watched it um, the other day, and uh, well, last week, actually, and, and it was just so good, so good. And um, it was one of those, it's a, it's a drama thriller, and it just, ugh, very jarring, very jarring. Uh, and the acting from our guest today is just unprecedented, just outstanding. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Jared Bankin. Jared, how are you, Hi. my friend? Hey. hey, what's up, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, 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 good. Hey, I quick question when we, when we uh, start here. We were talking a little bit off mic before the show started, and I think I misheard you. You said you were in uh, Texas right now? No, I'm in, uh, I'm in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. One of my favorite cities. Fantastic. How are I things do. in New Orleans today? Oh, man. Things are great. It's starting to get really, really hot and then humid. But other than that, I love I gotcha. it. Everything's starting to come alive again. So that's good. I spent a summer in New Orleans after I got out of college. And I, um, you know, I carry a backpack everywhere with me. The primary reason is I had two other shirts in it that I would uh, rotate. Oh, wow. It was bad. And then, of course, I got a job, um, you know, carrying trays, waiting tables, uh, wearing the black and white, and they're always long sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) But you make good money doing that. Yeah, New Orleans is cool. New Orleans is very cool. I like it. I like it. Now, did you grow up down there? Yeah, I mean, I grew up um, about close to three hours west in this other Louisiana town called Westlake. Mostly, uh, like, we're more of on the Cajun side where I grew up, Um, like deep south Cajun stuff and Creole. And New Orleans is much more just Creole. So, yeah, I mean, like, I've I've been in and out of New Orleans my entire life. It's my – I've been to a bunch of other places – on the planet, um, and New Orleans is my favorite. Iceland's a close second. If you get a chance, you should go. But those are my yeah, two favorite I've, spots. I've never been. My my sister in law went, and um, and a friend of mine who's a who's a uh, an independent filmmaker um, filmed one of his oh, films nice. there. And um, he's a he's a black guy, African American guy, and he said, "Yeah, I think I was the only African American in Iceland at the time." I'm like, that's probably true. <laughs> Um, I was about to say, I was like, well, that's probably true. 
<laughs> I know oh, one man. of my closest one of my one of my closest industry friends, that's where he's from, uh Dari Olafson. A really great actor. One of those guys you see him and you're immediately like, Oh, that guy. Um Right. Yeah, that's where he is that's where he lives though. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, let me ask you, uh, Jared, uh, now growing up, did you know that, you know, movie star was going to be on the, I mean, did you kind of have an idea that film, you wanted to be involved in that industry or did that come later? Um, how did that all come uh, happen? Yeah, it, uh, well, I knew I wanted to do something with entertainment. I mean, I went through, I went through the whole gamut as a kid. I, 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 uh, I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to be an illusionist after seeing like David Copperfield live and uh, a couple other guys. And then, uh, yeah, like it, my choices were either that or a session musician after I was eight and I heard uh, Van Halen's eruption for the first time. And I was like, well, I'm oh, yeah. that too. And then, uh, so then I ended up getting involved with the one that I could, uh, the one that, I don't know. I'm trying to say in the back. It seemed not necessarily the easiest, but the one that wasn't as soul crushing as the other two, because getting into like making a lot of money or making a living rather doing, because that's all I care about. It's like, if I can pay my bills, I'm fine. Um, and right. I've been fortunate enough to be able to get there, but uh, magician and session musician really Hard difficult because you had to be really good. In film, you have Absolutely. to be good too, but like for these two, you got to be really, really good. Well, and it's it's a lot of practice, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot oh, to lead God. to that, you know. Um, with, with film, though, you know, too. I mean, you know, I have friends. I, I tell you, it's weird. All, all of my, um, out of my acting friends, I would say it's the stand-up people that I know in comedy that are always taking the acting classes. Like my acting friends will take, occasionally they'll take a class here and there, but man, the, the comedians are like, Oh yeah. You know, it's like they're getting their masters or something at college. They're on that. Like all the, I'm like, how do you do that? You're up all night, you know, trying stuff. I know. Um, <laughs> and then you go, yeah, into, I don't know. That wouldn't improv. That wouldn't make sense to me. Yeah. It wouldn't make, I'm never shocked when a comedian turns in a great performance because I mean like music and uh, drama and horror, anything, it always requires great timing. And if you're a good comic or a good comedic actor, or if you just have a good sense of timing, I mean, you can, you can pretty much do all the others or that's how I see it. Cause I started off in comedy mm. or at least studying, studying comedy. Uh, and then I was like, well, this was fun. Uh, and then I, I got into the the dramatics, I guess. But I'll take pretty much anything in any genre uh, if I can make it work. But humor always seems to be the basis for it, where it's like at least a sense of timing or or something rhythmic. So I'm kind of shocked by that, but that that is funny. That's wild. You're great with your acting. One of the things I really like about your acting is that you don't just act with your voice. The voice is very – you have a very distinctive voice, don't get me wrong, and you're great with it. But you also have a physicality. You know your body, like your whole body acts. It's not just the boy. You know, you'll see sometimes an actor who's like, oh, yeah, they're great at dialogue. Um, but, man, you become the character, you know. I, I felt bad for oh, you in this thank film. You, so you know, much. I was like, God, I wonder if he really went through something like this. <laughs> it's, it's too close. Oh, man, it's too I appreciate close. that. I really 
oh yeah i appreciate that i i i love uh uh, physical acting i mean that came from uh i'll say i grew up in some really really bizarre type of fringe religion and there was a lot of dance type of stuff involved Mm. in it um so Mm. like like a worshiping type of dance so something you know the body was always something to me because i wasn't allowed to like we we weren't allowed to actually go out and dance and wasn't allowed to go to school dances or anything like that you only had to dance for this you're only allowed to for this religion but college i uh, started studying theater a little bit and i came across a couple of these avant-garde books that were just really gnarly and gross and it was like this this polish director named uh grotowski and then this japanese form of uh, avant-garde dance called Buto, and they're really, really gross and really, like, you know, dirty. And <laughs> and to me, all of those flaws that are just so open and glaring, it's like, you know, it, that's more human to me, which is the same reason I like jazz music. It's, you know, there's there's no set of, of rules. And, it's, and being able right. to act with my body, I feel like I can... I can do that more because you can only go off of, you know, like scripts so much, but man, if you can say something else with your body that goes against the dialogue or, or goes with the dialogue, then it's like you get something more interesting. Or at least that's how I look no, at it. Absolutely. And now folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, 
for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. I remember thinking something very similar the first time I uh, – and I was not familiar with this work. I was a kid when I saw it. I saw The Shining, and um, and Jack Nicholson's got that great face where he'll, he'll like, make oh, these man. expressions when he's talking to himself, you know, which you never see anybody do. And I thought that was just real cool. And then, you know, as he was – I saw him in another film, I'm like, oh, that's just how he is. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. It was just him. Um, and that's cool. I, I, you know, not throwing shade or anything, but um, now with you, man, you, you just, you've got the whole, like when you were going, well, we should tell people, okay, the name of the film, everybody is we all think we're special and I don't want to give anything away, but in this film, um, there's a, uh, two friends, uh, one's a car mechanic and um, your, your character is a drinker. Yeah, and the car mechanic says, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna solve this problem." Which is for anybody out there, if you've never done uh, sat with a couple days with someone who's needing to kick in the ass or whatever, and you're doing it, <laughs> it really sucks. You know, that's not a fun, but it's a very cool thing. No, it's a very I guess altruistic thing to do to try to help your friend, but. Man, this guy kind of goes out of bed. But you looked like you were in, um, you know, just honest. It didn't even look like that, like physical pain, like torture, you know. Uh, oh, thank it, you. It was amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. It was a lot of work. Now, I did have uh, – there's a lot to pull from, too, and I think that's something that a lot of people sometimes, they like, they, they like to try and, you know, uh, they like to talk about it a little bit. Um, mm. but they don't talk about it enough is that I do have personal experience with uh, a lot of trauma and being mm. able to in, invoke that in my work is something I really like to do. And the same thing with, you know, same thing with comedy. I like to do a mishmash of the two because um, comedy, you get all the timing, 
and then you can just pull out the pain and you can put them together and you can figure out ways to mix wow. them up. And I, I don't know. There's just, uh, I, I like, I like to try and I always push myself to like be real, be more real. That's uh Oh geez. A giant truck just parked to me outside. I'm sorry. Let me get inside. <laughs> no, you're, uh, you're great. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate Wait. that. Thank you. I, Absolutely, absolutely. When it's such, it's two like opposite ends of the same spectrum. There, you know, with, with the uh, comedic element, um, and then with the personal trauma. I mean, man, but it, it came through. I'm telling you, I don't know what kind of fancy camera they were using, but it captured it. <laughs> Thank you. It was awesome. It was awesome. Now let me ask you this: um, Did were you um, when they when you first got the script and whatnot when you were approached with this and and you read it um did was it immediate where you're like oh yeah i want i gotta do this or would you have any reservations because it was so no i mean i was like well i you know i i didn't have any reservations at all in fact i was like we were talking um i was like wanting to go further and then uh Mm. i didn't have the i didn't have the confidence that i do as much now um, especially after I did, after I did that one and, uh, I did a couple of other ones and I was like, okay, I can, I can, I can really go for it. So, um, yeah, if there's something that, that might be deemed too much, I'm like, no, let's go further. Humans are dark, man. Humans are so dark. And I really like to explore Absolutely. that and make that uncomfortable for people. I think that's one of the reasons I like psychological thrillers so much. I was just uh, having dinner uh, with my uh, sister and brother-in-law last night, and we were talking about uh, genres of movies and whatnot. And, I mean, I watch a lot. I'm not in the movie business. I'm a painter by trade, but I watch a lot of films, you know, with the podcasts and whatnot, especially now. Yeah. Um, and I like a horror movie. I mean, you know, I, I'm not one of, I have friends that are like horror people, you know, that, They'll, they'll criticize the movie. They're like, that guy's spleen's not bleeding. And I'm like, how do you know how much a spleen bleeds, man? Are you kidding me? Um, but <laughs> I'm not one of them, but I, I, my favorite, if I had to pick, but that, you know, I, I find um, Hannibal Lecter much more terrifying than, you know, a werewolf or a zombie or something. That's just me. Oh, absolutely. Um, me too. I mean, because cause people, are, people are the scariest. Well, exactly. And you could be sitting next to somebody on the bus and not know, you know what I mean? It's it's much oh, more. Oh, I know, dude. It's yeah, like it's crazy. Those guys like 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 those guys like Dennis Rader or or Bundy or whatever, where you're just you know, normal act act normal, totally knows how to blend in, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh man, that's the real monster. Yeah, no, I'm totally oh, with absolutely. you on that. Absolutely, got a basement full of apparatus and whatnot. It's um, yeah. yeah, that happens. You know that happens. You remember a couple of years ago, though, I think it was in Cleveland or Cincinnati or someplace. That guy had you know held these women captive for like fifteen years, and everybody you know and that oh, was terrible. Oh, was that the, uh, the toy box? Was that the toy I box guy? No, this was a different guy. There was a guy called the this toy was a box different killer. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, okay, yeah, I was man, to my I wife. remember that. And we, yeah, and then the, the, she screamed, one of the gals screamed up, but they had been through, like, pregnancies and all, you know, and then they killed the kid, 
all kinds of mean, nasty, horrible things. And what I told my wife, I said, yeah, but for 15 years, that guy went to work every day. That guy walked down the street every day, and nobody had any idea. Oh. That's it's so creepy. It's so creepy. You know? Yeah, man. It's not just that. Like, the older I've gotten, the more I've been like, man, just... That's why I'm glad I practice things like mindfulness because it's like, dude, people continue to prove me over and over again. You guys are wild. Yeah, we are just trying. We are just making it up as we go along. Oh, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. And people, you know, just not everybody, but I mean, it doesn't take everybody though. You know, it all takes is one out of a hundred or a thousand, and yeah, we get the point. (laughs) You know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Let me ask you this. Some of these people just like wrong reality, huh? Oh, no. I agree completely. No, I wanted to ask you, (laughs) this movie, you you filmed this a while ago, and then, you know, the world shut down and everything. It's released now. It's been out a couple days, which is awesome. Um, Can you talk about the next project, or are the uh, T's still needing to be crossed and I's dotted on this? Because I want to see more, Jared. Um, I want to see more. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you can always go check out my stuff. I mean, I got my IMDb down, and I got a – there's a couple of TV shows that I really – oh, it rolls out of some TV shows I did that I like a lot. Um, but nice. as far as what's next, there is one uh, I'm working on with uh, an industry buddy of mine. Uh, it's a single character thing. Um, and it is dealing with like this, you know, just this every day to day life of this person. And it's, um, it, like basically a lot of my personal experience during the lockdown, which was, you know, mm. um, you know, things with, uh, like substances, all, all of them to try and, uh, learn something or experiment about myself, uh, living with, 80 like actual ADHD and uh and then having oh, a wow. traumatic childhood and there's nothing revealed but it's all the only way it's revealed is when you know this character is talking on the phone through his therapist to his therapist so most of it you just follow mm. him around so that's something we're in the, uh that's in uh we're in pre right now and about to be uh should be shooting uh hopefully soon nice nice so that well, I can't wait I'm to very see it. excited about it sounds amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you also, during the lockdown, did you get better at Donkey Kong, or is your wife still the champion? I did not get that <laughs> when we were <laughs> speaking of, she's right here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, she actually got better at it than I did. I still didn't get oh, better. I still didn't get any good at Yeah, no, once we went into lockdown, my wife was like, all right, got that Nintendo. Okay, okay, okay. And then she did so well, she got bored and then started playing Mario 64. And that's what she, she's actually probably about to finish it today. <laughs> nice. But I didn't get it. I didn't nice. get better at Donkey Kong. No, she's still the best. Now, see, folks, if you want to know what we're talking about, you have to go to Jared's uh, IMDb page. And um, it's under the trivia part of that. Uh, we have a link up on it. Uh, we also have a link. I want everybody to watch the, the film. We have a link right to Amazon on the film. It's available uh, video on demand other places as well. 
and we have uh, all the uh, the Instagram page, all that kind of stuff uh, linked up too. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out, man. Check it out. Um, that's cool. No, is she in the business as well? Is she a thespian uh, along with you, Jerry? Oh no, I wanted to totally not have any relation with anyone in my business. So gotcha. my wife does Smart probably fan. an even cooler. Yeah. She has an even cooler job than I do. She is a professional dog walker and sitter or pet sitter and a dog nice. walker. Like, man, it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. And she's really, really, really good at it. Um, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, man, we, we both have, we both have like really cool jobs. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com as well as online, on Instagram, and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. 
Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please, visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Nobody's delivering pizza. Mm-hmm. And although you get free pizza, that wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't turn it down. Um, no, I wouldn't turn know, it down either if stuff, I got yeah. any. Uh, what what is the weirdest job you've ever had, Jared? Because I know all of my actor friends, you know, they just don't start out on top. Um, they they all kind of have to work their way up and whatnot. What's a weird job you've had? I'm just curious because I'm going to try to picture oh, you weird. doing this job. Oh my god, oh dude, I've done everything. I've done. I did. I did do pizza delivery for years. Um, uh, I did. I work. I a friend of mine and I. Uh, I worked for him, but we did construction and repairs on um, all of these historic, these old Louisiana historic homes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of some job that I did that was really weird, though. I mean, I'd honestly, I would say, like, just, oh, I I did house cleaning, but there's nothing weird about it. I enjoyed it. Just a job you wouldn't want to do again. Yeah, it's just something I wouldn't want to do again. It's a lot. Uh, especially, man. Yeah, that that one can actually be more rough than doing landscaping and construction. There's a lot more involved oh. in house cleaning than uh, people will lead on. Uh, people like to lead on. It's uh, oh yeah, and yeah, because everybody knows out. their house, you know, and everybody you, you they they'll walk into a room and if something's amiss, they'll know it, you know. Nobody else would know mm-hmm. it, but they'll know it. There's so much more stress. Because sometimes when you do oh, landscaping, most of the time the people don't know about, or not, some of these people don't know about landscaping. So if you did like a tiny mistake, they won't notice. Right. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And really, you're dying on the inside because you know you screwed it up. <laughs> That's in, in my business, man. If I, gotta, if I have to paint somebody's kids, it's rough because – you know, they know, they know. If I have to paint a Marilyn Monroe for somebody, though, if I mess up something, their brain kind of yep. just fills it in, you know? Like, oh, you're cool. right. That is true. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I never did that professionally. But if, that's what my major study was in, was painting and drawing. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you go to Tulane awesome. down there or um, yeah, school in the No, I went to uh, – no, I went to uh, – I went to this place in Lake Charles, Louisiana, called McNeese State University. I went there. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I went. I went there and then uh, almost finished a degree in visual arts and almost finished one in performing arts. But I decided, like you know, that was enough. 
Money could be spent better. <laughs> yeah. I wish I would have had that epiphany. <laughs> oh, man. God. It's rough. Man. Talk about it's rough. School is so expensive. Oh, no, no way, it's... man. Not a, I would never do that again. I, I wouldn't either. I'm going to tell them, like, <laughs> get life experience. Go go travel. Let's do that before we put you into college. Or, or find a good voc school, you know. Welders make a lot of money, you know. Absolute diesel mechanic, not bad. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, liberal arts, not so much. Yeah, Health insurance is nice. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, well, that's why I'm glad I'm in a union because at least I get health insurance now. At least that. Absolutely, now. absolutely. <laughs> that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Well, man, I know you got you're a busy man. You got a lot going on, but I really want to thank you for taking time to be on the show and um, you know talk a little bit about yourself and the movie and everything. Um, I can't wait to see this new one you're working on as well. We all think we're special, oh, folks. Dear. You got yes. to see it. Please go see it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk to you on the next one. All right. Thanks, brother. Okay. Bye. Well, there you go, folks. Um, how about that? How about that, Mr. Jared Bankins? Uh, and he is so just dynamite in this film. This is a really cool film. We all think we're special. We've got the link right there uh, for the Amazon. Um, and you, you can get there and, and watch it. Like I said, it's, it's also out on video on demand on your cable or satellite provider and all that kind of stuff as well. And after the last year, we all thoroughly know how to use our streaming devices. Um, there's, there's nobody has any question with that anymore. Uh, so that's one of the good silver linings, folks, silver linings. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We are going to be back tomorrow. We were supposed to have a show yesterday or I'm sorry, Saturday, and um, it got pushed. We were having some server issues and whatnot, but we're back to it. So we moved Saturday's show to tomorrow. I'm telling you, it's uh, Brian McCuller, uh, McCuller, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Backstock Boneyard. This is a cool film, too. This is uh, definitely more on the horror side of things, uh, but it's a very cool story and uh, just a really cool movie. Um, and then after that, let's see what else we got coming up. Well, we got Paige Howard, daughter of Ron Howard, is going to be on um, on Wednesday uh, for Hollywood.com. I just had the director and her father on uh, a couple uh, episodes ago, uh, the, the main stars of the film. Uh, but Paige is also there. Um, she's the the the, the high end uh, movie producer in the movie. Um, and uh, it's uh, fantastic. And then Greg A. Sager is going to be on director, writer, and uh, producer of Open Your Eyes. That movie is my mind-bender movie of the year so far, man. It is uh, fantastic. He's a, uh, uh, it's a Canadian production. And if you like movies like Jacob's Ladder, things like that, this is the movie for you, man. Open Your Eyes just came out, and, um, man, is it awesome. Uh, very, very cool. Like I said, we've just it just keep the hits keep coming. We've got all these great uh, episodes lined up and whatnot. I am just very, very pleased with them all. But definitely check out. And I'm not just saying this. I really, really. We all think we're special. Um, it's twisted, man. It is twisted, and uh, and really, really good. You're gonna be like, oh my gosh, uh, I was. It's one of those films that sticks with you. Very, very cool. Okay, well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, 
fantastic. I've got to get back to painting. And uh, so we will see you next time, everybody. Have a good one. And then remember, even though the world's opening up again and people are doing stuff, if you're still out and about, man, if the place has a sign up that says, put, you know, wear a mask when you can, put your mask on. Don't be an a-hole. Just be cool and be nice to people, man. Ah, we can all move on with our day. You know, you don't need to make some big political statement. Nobody cares. We all think we're special, and some of us aren't. Um, <laughs> most of us aren't. <laughs> Anyhow, like what I did there? That was pretty good, huh? Okay, folks, we'll see you next time. Have a great one. And like I said, be nice to each other. Come on. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rock, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tama Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.